Welcome to the Beauty and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawnee, and today we discuss the B-side of life, love, and business. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Beauty and Soul Podcast, where we discuss the B-side of life, love, and business. Today, I have another lovely guest on the podcast, Miss Ashley Rouse, founder and CEO of Trade Street Jam Co., Trade Street Jam Co. is a chef, woman, and minority-owned business that started in a tiny apartment in North Carolina on Trade Street. Personally, I have tried her jams, and they were amazing. So welcome to the Beauty and Soul Podcast, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. So the quote for this episode is, you have no control over other people's tastes, so focus on staying true to your own. And that's by Tim Gunn. I thought that quote fit you perfectly because Trey Street jams are amazing. They're so unique. And I love that you can pair them with so many different things. So what inspired you to start making jam in the first place? Uh, Well, I've always been in the food industry um, and I've worked in culinary for almost 15 years now. So when I started off, um, I was kind of just making jam as a hobby. It was just something fun to do on the side. Um, and then I started kind of giving it to friends and family, um, as like gifts for the holidays and things like that. Um, and then people really kind of latched onto it. So I thought maybe I can make this into a business. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I remember watching your hustle episode on Viceland. That's how I found you. I was just just scrolling on YouTube one day and I was like, Hmm, what is this about? Um, (laughs) I saw, I saw your episode, but I saw how hesitant you were to leave your nine to five at first. So how scary was it for you to make the leap into full-time entrepreneurship? I mean, I was so, so afraid. I I couldn't think of anything else I was more afraid of at the time. But I mean, and I'm sure anybody can relate to this. You know, um, I have a husband. We have a household to take care of. We live in Brooklyn. It's very expensive. Um, And so just the idea of like quitting a full-time job in corporate America that pays you well to go do something that you may not make a salary at all for the first few years. I mean, it's just such a daunting idea. So yeah, I was scared shitless about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing that and I, I connected with you on that feeling. Cause I think a lot of um, us entrepreneurs and creatives, we, we get that anxiety, like, oh, we know we're supposed to be doing something else. There's something else that we could be doing, but it's like, oh, we got to pay our bills. You know, right, right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, a really, really scary um, feeling. And I think that's the B side that a lot of people don't share necessarily. Um, you know, and I think we should be more open about that um, anxiety and that fear that we feel initially before we make that, that leap. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I really love that you and your husband work together. I think that's dope. So, so what is it like working with your husband? I know it's probably hard, you know, because you see each other all the time. So what is it like working with your husband? Well, you know, he's not a full-time, um, like, partner in the business. So I think after the show came out, it's kind of interesting because, it, it, you know, from what it looks like, everyone thought we were kind of 100% in this together. 
we are a hundred percent in it, but he still has to hold down our household. So he still works full time, um, in a, at a sports marketing company, um, a startup. And so he's, he's mainly doing that. So I think it's more about when he comes home, me just like going on and on about all this jam stuff and all these questions I have for him and him trying to answer as much as he can without just being exhausted and, and tired of hearing about it. But um, overall, he's he's a very uh, calm person. He's a great listener. Um, he's God-fearing. And so he just, you know, he does things the right way. So he has a, such a good heart that it's not really hard for us. If anything, it's more hard for me to um, – not like get upset about jam, you know, or if he doesn't give me the answer I want to hear, you know, I, I'm like, that, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, and he's like, relax, you know, like relax. So he kind of keeps me grounded, but um, we have a good foundation. So it, it works out. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's really, really good to hear. Um, yeah. okay. I want to talk about, you know, how your faith has helped you um, on your journey. You know, um, as as an entrepreneur, it's very, very stressful and very taxing on you physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, in every way. <laughs> um, so how how do you feel that your, your faith has helped you along your journey? Uh, I mean, that's such a loaded question. It's helped in so many ways. I've started reading, you know, devotionals about, well, you know what, let me back up. I think a while ago, I didn't understand that God should be a part of your business, right? I understood that, you know, you pray and you talk to him when you need help and you kind of need direction, but I didn't really understand the capacity of how much he could really be inserted into your business. And so once I kind of understood that and started listening to podcasts and reading devotionals, um, like millennial driven entrepreneur, you know, and about how to keep God in your business, it really has helped kind of guide me. Um, and put me on track on where I need to go. I'm very much more open to, you know, listening to him and hearing him. Um, kind of when I, I face these issues or these problems, I just kind of stop and meditate on it um, and really give myself time and quiet space to to hear him and receive him. Um, and I And I feel like once I kind of realized that this was my purpose and that this is the direction he wants me to go in, it's just been so much more smooth sailing. You know, my faith has just kept me strong when there's been times where there's turmoil. Um, and you know, so, funny thing, something happened. Uh, I had this huge order. Everyone on Instagram knows about it because I story everything, but I had this huge order. Um, and it was our biggest order today. It was like 6,000 jams. And we kind of had like a hiccup closer towards the end. And when I left my manufacturer that day, he said something to me. He said, you know, you are just as cool as a cucumber. And I laughed, you know, I said, why do you say that? And he said, you know, I know big men that are twice your age and twice your size that would be in tears when something like that happened. And it meant so much to me because just years ago, like the old, the younger me would probably be in tears or would probably be, you know, ready to like cuss someone out or something. But I was so calm because I just, I don't know. I just had this overwhelming sense of calm where I stopped. I prayed on it. I knew that he didn't bring me that far to leave me. I know he didn't give me that order so that I would screw it up, you know? And so once I kind of just stopped and put myself in that place, 
I just had this sense of calm and it just meant so much that he kind of called that out because I didn't realize it. Um, and when he called that out, I was really able to give God the glory in, the, in that situation. Okay. So Ashley, what is your favorite recipe to make with your jam? You can't ask me that. My number <laughs> one favorite recipe, I'm like the biggest foodie. I love all things food. Um, I mean, maybe a cocktail. I'm a, I love to drink. I love to make like craft cocktails. Mm -hmm. So if I had to choose, I'd probably say some sort of cocktail. Um, we were making one this past winter. We have like a cranberry raspberry jam that's seasonal. So it was only available in the winter, but we had a cocktail, um, that I came up with that had that jam and red wine and bourbon, um, and lime juice. And it was just like something about it. It was so spot on. So we were making that all winter long. Ooh, that sounds so yummy. I definitely yeah. love that cranberry one for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, your jams are so, so unique and so good. My daughters, they love them. I thought I was just buying them for myself, but they ended up like tearing them up. And I was like, I gotta buy some more. <laughs> <laughs> that's good but, that's good yeah it really is good it really is good but i haven't tried to make a cocktail with it yet so maybe i'll play around and try to do something creative you know with that i just yeah we have a ton of recipes on our instagram page and on our website um and so you really can just go crazy with cocktails you can make margaritas you can do something more on the rocks if you mm -hmm. like more like stronger or straight um, but there's so many ideas and, and things you can do. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So this is my second favorite part of the show. The first part of, of my first favorite part of the show is the featured song. Um, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But my second favorite is when I ask you three words, I want you to give me your first response that comes to your mind in one word. Okay. Okay. All right. So life beautiful oh that's nice love blessed yes and business hard <laughs> yes <laughs> I like all three of those responses and I agree with <laughs> you completely I agree with you completely well thank you so much for being on the beauty and soul podcast Ashley tell everyone where they can get some jam and connect with you in the future of course uh so definitely follow us on Instagram um, at tradestreetjamco.com. It's tradestjamco.com um, and at tradestreetjamco. So you can find us everywhere. Go to the website, go to Instagram, go to Facebook. We've got recipes, jam to buy. We've got aprons and pins and all sort of fun things. So check us out. Yeah, definitely. And you're on Amazon now too, I saw. We are on Amazon. We are. So you can order on there and have it in like a, a day. So yeah. that's cool too. Yeah, I think that's really dope. All right, yeah. dear. Well, thank you so much for being on the Beauty and Soul podcast. Thank you for having me. See you later. You're welcome. Hey, beautiful people. I hope you enjoyed my discussion with Ashley as much as I did. As you can tell, she's a beautiful person inside and out. So make sure you go ahead and support Trade Street Jam Co. and get some jam. They're really good. All right, so now to our featured song. The featured song for this episode is Love Theory by Kurt Franklin. The reason why I chose this song for this episode is because Ashley said something that really stuck out to me. She talked about how her company to her is her purpose. 
And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So no matter what you're doing, what you're trying to do in life, you want it to be your purpose. You want to know that that is what you're supposed to do. Because when you have that type of feeling, there's a sense of peace and calm that comes over you. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's hard for all of us. But you have to have faith that what you're doing is what you're supposed to do. And that's what Love Theory is all about. So let's get into it. Brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be? listening to the beauty and soul podcast where we discuss the b-side of life love and business i hope you enjoyed it and as always keep god first and don't forget to share rate and subscribe until next time